0: Emily Lloyd-Saney, are you there? I'm here. (laughs) Because I haven't got a funny
1: thing. Uh, Anna leong Brophy, are you there, baby? I'm here, baby girl. I'm ready for another episode of Still Legit. Welcome (laughs) back to the podcast where Anna and I hold up gems from our childhood and ask the world, is this still legit? And when I say ask the world, we ask each other. You are my world, Emily. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> I'm in one of those those where I just need those. I'll take it. Wait, am I meant to say it back? Well, the moment's gone. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I'll throw it chance. in like mid-podcast. I'll throw in like some yeah. kind of positive affirmation. Oh, It'll be really great. Cool. <laughs> Look forward to it. <laughs> we also have someone else
0: in our world
1: today. This person has
0: chosen the topic for today's podcast. Yes, and is also responsible for our amazing jingles. You know him. You love him. We know him. We love him. It's only Moana Rizwan.
2: It's Moana. Da,
0: da, 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 da. Right, you're on sex education, incredible stand up, musician du jour. You've even got your Morgan Fremango t shirt yeah. on, have you not? Morgan Fremango. Oh, good. Well
2: yeah. done. I'm not going to set the context for that. It's Morgan Freeman's face as a mango. Um, If you care enough, you will find it. (laughs) Do you care enough?
1: Mawaan, thank you so much for joining us on Still Legit Podcast. What have
2: you chosen for us, Mawaan? Uh, I chose Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Can I
1: ask, Oh, Anna is doing a victory dance of joy.
2: Still to this day my (laughs) favorite show.
1: Is it your favorite show? I was gonna ask you why you chose it.
2: Yeah, but I used to watch a lot of it. I grew up in Ilford in a not very magical house. (laughs) in uh yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was like it was escapism and it was just so nice and white <laughs> so white and blonde so, just white and blonde super and, blonde white people doing magic man that's the ultimate escapism for me because it's everything i'm not
1: because <laughs> there was so much representation on tv and around you that you were like give me some white people on tv please but
2: actually if i think about it politically now yeah like if i'm like you know unpacking it maybe it was you know I was like juggling a lot of identities growing up and that's exactly what Sabrina was doing so maybe I was just the demographic they were looking for
0: I'm excited to get into this I mean straight in Uh, on that very note but let's before we do it do you want to do the summary of Sabrina the Teenage Witch sum it up for those who may not have encountered it
2: yeah so uh this is great cuz it feels like a promo interview of me playing Sabrina or something <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new project.
0: Yeah you're on a you're on a press junket yeah. <laughs> The latest role
1: you play, Spinelli, yeah. please can you tell us what it's so about?
2: This like teenage, you know, seventeen-year-old white witch. It's a it's my breakthrough role. It's basically about this uh, witch called Sabrina who lives with her aunts on her eighteenth birthday or sixteenth birthday, something like that. They tell her, "Oh, you're a witch," so she has to like juggle being a normal teenager at school and also learning her powers.
0: The spot. On, and there's yeah. a cat that caught... Oh, oh no. I think we just had the best summary. We've been doing this for oh. how long? And we get a guest on and for once we have a decent summary.
2: Yeah, but was it, was it detailed enough? I could go on for 40 minutes if you want me to. <laughs>
0: no that's nice. perfect okay, that's the back of the dvd that's what you want isn't it
2: but i didn't mention salem the cat who's on also another main character uh and obviously salem talks uh you know very funny the the clown character but now growing up i'm like oh maybe a creepy old man <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I was thinking that.
1: yeah okay we watched um we watched some uh, certain episodes yeah if you're playing along yeah so we've No on, which one did you watch or which ones well,
2: the first the, the pilot just because it sets up the whole thing yeah um and then episode 14 of series one the looking glass one through
0: the looking glass yeah yeah.
2: and then I watched series four episode one with Britney Spears in it because obviously Britney Spears but then also (laughs) you know it's a nice little (laughs) reminder to be like oh for series in these are the changes they made and this is how they grew as performers and producers
0: yeah exactly Mm. lovely so right we're all on board absolutely go and watch them can't recommend it more highly let's do a quick check-in before we get into it I think so You're
2: right,
0: but one that was your beautiful tone on the jingle there, yeah, because you recorded the jingles for I've us. I've never been
2: asked by myself if I'm if I'm all right. I feel so existentially fulfilled right now.
0: <laughs> so now that you've asked yourself if you're all right, how are you feeling?
2: All things considered, I, I feel quite. All right, you know.
1: We're quite lucky. So a lot of comedians have been doing a lot of podcasts and a lot of online comedy. We're quite lucky to get you because you don't love guesting on podcasts. Am I right? Oh Yeah, yeah. So
2: basically, I've bitched about podcasts so many times, Emily. But my whole thing is, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, now Emily's just outing you yeah, no. to all those people that you're like, I definitely would, but I'm busy with the...
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you come on a podcast and slag off podcasts? Okay, so here's my thing with podcasts, yeah? This is why I hate them because you know, like, how at a party, loads of people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard a podcast. Did you know this? Did you know that? And I'm just like, oh my God, like, stop. There's too much information already. You know, we don't need this much knowledge. And I feel like my whole argument is that, like, as a species, we've lost actual forms of intimacy and connection. So now we've got to use knowledge as social currency. So every time I hear someone at a party being like, oh, did you know Cleopatra can speak seven languages? I'm just like, fuck off. Just be honest and say I'm lonely, hold me. You know what I mean? You know.
1: Hang on. I have to pause him there. (laughs) Cleopatra speaking seven languages is definitely from a podcast that we were on together. If you could
0: could
2: try not to undermine everything I've just said, that'd be really great. (laughs) Yeah, well, life's a contradiction, isn't it? And here I am on a podcast. So fair enough. And also, I tell you what, I've actually been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. Um, <laughs> because. Um, but is it a coincidence that at a time where I am I feel the loneliest, I'm listening to the most podcasts? I think not.
0: I 100% agree with you. First of all, this doesn't count for you listeners, right? You just fill your ears with us 24-7. But for it's me... Hard, it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, fill your ears with audio soup. But I need to stop blanketing my mental inner monologue with nonstop podcasts. Because it's got to the point Incessant where now it isn't chat. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what it is. And actually I'm I'm shying away from the ones that will give me the facts of Cleopatra speaks seven languages. And I'm just like, I just want two random people talking. Blah <laughs> blah 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 blah. And guys. You should listen to ours. Exactly. That's that's our USB. <laughs> Like, I just want two friendly people in the room
2: with me
1: Moan, you said you've been listening to some What, Which ones have you been listening oh, actually,
2: to? Actually, I like uh, thematic
0: Whoa, 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 whoa No shout out for the, <laughs> the podcasts. No, really? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking
2: Okay, I won't mention names Because no one should ever listen to any podcast other than this, obviously Like That's I was paper. painting And so I was listening to a podcast about painting And then I was, oh. on my, I was cycling to the Black Lives Matter protest And I was listening to a podcast about
0: Painting <laughs>
2: Yeah, still painting Oh. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but so that kind of thing, I like thematically relevant podcasts because it does it make it helps me feel less alone.
1: Mm, that's fair. It was weird because that that was just a test to see whether you'd been listening to this podcast. So no,
2: I've actually never listened yeah. to this podcast.
0: Oh, not thematically relevant enough for you? No. Babe? Okay, sure. Well, next time you're watching Sabrina, you can give it a listen.
2: <laughs> but also, it's not that it's like I didn't want to listen to this podcast. It's more that like I didn't want it to. Um... Okay, so I can explain. Just keep Basically, digging more. I didn't want it to influence. Influence uh my contribution. I wanted to come from a pure and innocent place, and so it's really important for me to not listen to anything leading up to this. I've actually been cool. in, you're such bullshit. I actually haven't listened the to the bullshit any.
1: you're coming out They're with They're gonna now. invite me onto this podcast one day and I can't I just can't know
2: too much about it. I just can't. <laughs> I just want to come at it just pure, you know? Just fine unfiltered.
0: You're so pure. So pure. I think we can take that purity into Sabrina the Teenage Witch right now. Okay, this is how I can get us back in the zone. You all right, babe? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, no, you've got to do the little comment. The little comment about your outfit.
0: I guess it's time to go for a swim. Oh, God, I couldn't think of any. (laughs) I know you were picturing the one where she's a mermaid. She's a mermaid, but I was like, out of context, without the visuals. It really relies on the visuals, is not it? She doesn't even speak on that one. She just spits. Oh, yeah. I should have just spat <laughs> into spat
1: the mic. Everyone would know which one you'd watch. <laughs> so, Mwan, let's start right at the beginning. Season one, episode one, the pilot. I want to talk to you a bit about the themes that come up in there, because that is the main exposition of the whole thing. Yeah. What is it in the pilot that makes you go, yeah, this is the world this is the world I need to be in.
2: Actually, my my reasons as a teenager was quite or a child was quite um simple. It's just because I had a big American house, you know, like a fully detached it's house. It's
0: a nice house. So as oh. soon as from the
2: get go you get that establishing shot, I'm in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do
0: you know what? I thought I felt the same about Charmed when I watched mm. Charmed as a teenager. I was like, wow, imagine living in that. So Magic Houses, obviously. Very appealing. They're obviously bigger and well decorated she has
2: such a cool bedroom yeah she's such a cool bedroom and when you're in a like a tiny house in Ilford with no trees on your road that bedroom is everything I lived so vicariously through Sabrina the teenage rich uh also, just like uh, it was the world of frivolity as well, you know, like nothing really mattered. Because you know yes. the reboot, Sabrina on, on Netflix, The Chilling Adventures of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, come on, guys. So serious. So, so mysterious and dark. Like, actually bring back the laughter track.
1: Have you, have you seen any of that
2: one? I watched the first episode and I was like, this ain't Sabrina.
0: Yeah, they've tried to make it like um, the vampire thing. Oh God, I'm having a terrible True day blood, it. true blood. Yeah, yeah. It's too moody. Too moody. But I I exactly thought the same thing Moan when it starts. Literally everything is just taken in their stride. You're a witch. Uh no, I've turned someone into a goat. Um okay. <laughs> like yeah, she's never in trouble for doing any of those things. And there's always yeah. just Hilda being like, "Ow!"
1: Ah! <laughs> there's there's one episode, I can't remember which one it was now, where where is it Whether she turns Libby into a pineapple? Yeah, and then <laughs> Hilda's like, I'll just
0: chop her up and make her into Hawaiian pizza. <laughs> That's murder, Hilda.
2: What happens to your organs, you know, when you turn yourself into a pineapple? Like, you know, you think about people going into space and like the compression, the air yes. compression that causes. They have years of physiotherapy and recovery. You know what I mean? Like, actually, a lot happens to Libby. And I want to talk about Libby. Okay. Uh you know. Libby's
0: like the anti the antagonist. She's like the mean girl in the school she's who the won't girl, be yeah. friends with Sabrina and keeps always calls her a freak. She does.
2: Yeah, but also like she's never like explored as a character, you know. Like she she's got layers, but you mm-hmm. know the the writing didn't want to go there and that's a real shame. And also all our like lovely protagonists are blonde and she's the only dark-haired woman and I think there's something going on there, you know. In a show where there's not a lot of um non-blondes you know <laughs> Libby's the closest to I'll get to relating to a character
1: yeah and also it you can tell it comes from a place of deep insecurity like the actress plays it quite well yeah quite vulnerable a lot of
2: there's the time there's a lot of
0: pain there deep down
2: <gasps> also Harvey Harvey's a dick man one it's not not a great act but I don't know why I whispered that um, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: Nate Richard is his mm-hmm. name.
2: No, I don't know, actually. He might be a great actor. But I mean, in the, in, in the show... Um, he was young. Yeah, he wasn't really doing it for me. But. I
0: quite like Harvey. But that is because, obviously, of the time I was watching it. And I think in one of the episodes we watched, he's got like a, a leather choker on, a bowling shirt, like a brightly coloured bowling shirt. He's got an ear cuff, like an upper ear cuff, and his sort of swoopy waves on his hair. And I was like... God damn you, Just17, you've conditioned me to, <laughs> to appreciate this look. Yeah. I was a bit fascinated
1: by who Harvey is now. So I looked and he looks exactly the same. He's just got a bit of a buzz
0: cut and he's in a band and I listened to some of his music on Spotify. Well, he's not, he doesn't look exactly the same in what? 90% of the pictures. He's got like a fucking ZZ top beard and a tash with um that's twi- yeah. he's twizzled up. Oh
2: yeah, I mean... Sure, he's Hell's Angels. Oh my god, I've just looked at him. He looks completely
1: different. (laughs) He's still got a baby face
2: though. He does look very different. Emily, how can you say he looks exactly the same? What? (laughs) I agree with you, Mohan.
0: Everyone, Google Nate Richard.
1: You can tell it's him. He looks a lot like one of my ex boyfriends, you know. Yes. What? And that ex boyfriend is hella racist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) does your ex-boyfriend look like how he looks now or how he looked back in the 90s
0: oh no now now
2: yeah yeah (laughs) he he does have a racist look about him racism
0: lines your face although he he stood up didn't he for when people were shaming one of the actors from the cosby show for working at walmart or something like that Uh uh-huh yeah i remember that yeah he came forward and was like hey stop shaming actors for having a side hustle and I say that in the context of him having a racist beard because yeah. the actor was black. <laughs> and
1: also I've heard his music and I know why he was
0: saying it. <laughs> it's like, because my side
1: hustle is not working out for me.
0: <laughs> but he said, um, I wrote, read one quote where he said, you know, I was very lucky. We don't have anything to fall back on. And I was very lucky to work steadily for seven years in film okay. and TV. And now I, you know, he works as a janitor. He works as a carpenter. He's okay. like, I do what I what do Harvey? to pay the bills. Yeah.
2: Wow. Also, if you listen to his music, it's all about post-colonial trauma and how we can help. <laughs> oh,
1: it's actually all about, it's kind of based in space.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing. I actually think he's probably a really lovely guy.
1: I am now Googling, and I can't help it, Jenny Lee Green, who is who plays Libby. What's her name? Jenny? Jenna Lee Green.
0: Well, all of the actors, I have to say, I was like, these are all fantastic. I mean, the aunts. Paul Feig plays Mr. Paul. Can we talk about that,
1: please? Maman? did you notice this? Paul Feig, the director of Bridesmaids and, oh, what was it, Last Christmas? Yeah. Who I sat opposite once at a Ralph Lauren dinner.
0: (laughs) As we've all heard about this Ralph Lauren dinner.
2: (laughs) He's not the director of Bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. He is. What? What's Mr. his name? What's the character's name? Ooh. Yeah, he's sick. He's a good... He's good in it, you know? Yeah, he is. There's
0: a lot of good performances. Uh, I actually think Melissa Joan Hart is cracking.
2: Yeah, I think she's great. She was just so relatable, wasn't she? She yeah. just like, had every wit.
0: <laughs> and she's got such great... A great selection of shirts. Of shiny shirts. God, I really wanted those. Mm. Um, that was my dream, those kind of yeah, velour, some sort of crushed velour, maybe some kind of synthetic printed short sleeved shirt, a choker now I'm understanding so much more about Moan. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. now you get it I, I wanted to be a witch, this is what it's come down to, it was mainly because I couldn't I couldn't be asked to like think of all the effort that goes into changing your clothes, you've got to take it all off and then put something else on <laughs> And like, just how easy life would be if you could just like, you know, the magic set finger, off some mini fireworks from your finger. Yeah, yeah. so true. It's so nice, sparkler fingers.
1: Along with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, what were your top programs
2: of that time? I used to watch Keenan and Kel a lot. Mm. I used to watch Goosebumps. Are you afraid of the dark? Sister, sister. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Um, it was a golden era. But then there was this. You remember the channel called Trouble? Yeah. Yeah. And it was for like slightly older kids. And it was like really edgy. <laughs> and my sister used to watch that. And then I can't. Oh, and then on Trouble would be like Moesha and stuff. And that was like Mama-isha. really adult themes for me. <laughs> I was like, cool. I'm so grown. You know?
1: When I was watching it, I was watching it with John because, you know, that's the only time we socialize is when we're watching things. we still legit. And both of us. We're expecting Sam to come through the window. What were we thinking of? Dawson's Creek. No, 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 no. No, no. Younger, younger. Not
2: sisters. Go home, Roger. Sam.
1: It goes, wow hi Sam and he would climb through the window
2: <gasps> Clarissa explains it all exactly oh my god okay this is how stupid I was yeah that show you really used to confuse me because they were doing reruns of it while Sabrina was on so I was like hold on she's called Sabrina not Clarissa why is her bedroom different because she was the same character essentially without the magic so I was like why would I watch you without all the magic <laughs> I so agree. that show really pissed me off <laughs>
1: yeah well like you said we don't need knowledge we don't need you to explain it all we need to point a finger and change
0: her outfit
2: you're learning a lot about me
0: I, I really, I definitely was like, my main thing with the pointy finger now, watching it now, was like, oh my God, to not have to cook, to just go, ding, there's breakfast, ding, there's dinner. It's like, this would be the dream. Why would you invite a mortal to stay with you then not be able to use your, what a waste of time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so any, uh, any problems that anyone noticed? I got one in the first pilot. There was one that I was like, oh. It's remarkably unproblematic.
0: ...for a 20-year-old show.
2: It's not bad, is it? Mm. It stands I mean, up pretty well.
0: However, apart from the lack of representation. But go on. Um, so... I wonder if it's the same thing that I thought. It usually is. I think it
1: might be. So in the fir- it's in the first episode, the very first pilot... ...and why they're explaining why she lives with her aunts... ...and she can't see her mum for two years... ...because her mum will inexplicably turn into a ball of wax. <laughs>
2: Obviously. And
1: when she asks why... They're like, it was the the Board of Magic, or whoever they're called. It was their way of putting off mixed marriages. And I was like, oh, oh. what a message. Oh, right.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, but maybe it's a comment on like how the establishment... Because they are the establishment. We don't necessarily like that board. And they do stuff that's not in favour of Sabrina and her aunts living the best life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's true. So they maybe are... Maybe they represent the establishment and the rules and... And the oppression.
1: Yeah. yeah, I would say it's not really questioned. She's like, okay. But then she does have this really lovely conversation with her dad and she's like, oh, you weren't allowed to be together. And he's like, no, uh, or, or something. She's like, so is there a chance
0: you could get back together? If And he's like, no, that's
1: not why we broke up.
0: <laughs> so right. Oh. That wasn't the, the thing that I thought. The problem I had was she turns, you know, she sort of, she's already a witch, but she kind of manifests her powers when she turns 16. And then suddenly she can hear the cat talking. Yeah, we've got to talk about Salem because he's the best. But I was like, so that whole time, Salem's been in her bedroom as an old man wizard who's trapped as a cat. Watching yes. this prepubescent girl <laughs> probably
2: masturbate. But can I just point out, please? Yeah. she also didn't. She couldn't use her magic to instantly change her outfit, so that she'd obviously be changing. In it, like a normal human being. That's that's some creepy shit.
0: And wandering around, you know, as you would in your giant bedroom, exploring your body.
2: Yeah. But also, do you remember there used to be Jesus? Okay, thanks. For
0: I'm just that. saying, the cat has been there at some times. Do you know what I mean? I've got cats.
2: I'm just saying. Also, do you remember there was like you could? There's like a thing called Mortal TV where Sabrina can like sw- switch on yeah. on TV and see what Harvey's doing and yeah. see what these teenage boys are doing. And every time it cut to them, they'd be like innocently like throwing a you know throwing a football around and it's like no that's not what they were doing if you (laughs) randomly started spying on teenage boys you know it definitely glossed over some hard-hitting issues i think yeah yeah like masturbation we'd like
1: to see the the real the real what sabrina saw that is a very different program
2: (laughs) and i used to actually have like i used to have like fantasies of like not like sexual fantasies uh well maybe who knows uh about like someone being able to some witches out there being able to do that you know and then like as I was coming of age it was quite scary being like but what if someone's watching me right now on mortal TV <sighs> yes you
0: know so
1: I've talked about this uh, in well ages ago but I don't know if you remember this <laughs> when um, I used to perform to the four walls of my house thinking that the kids in Africa were watching <laughs>
2: Wow. I mean, I
1: hate... Yeah.
2: You want to talk about how Melissa Joan Hart is problematic? Yeah, you are so problematic.
1: I think I'd watched... Um, I was very young, and I thought that the kids in comic... When I was watching Comic Relief, I thought they could see me,
0: and I would perform to all four... It was a very Truman show, but with no one watching. I just love... This is why we're kindred spirits, Emily. The thoroughness of you... The self-obsession is people are watching me, but your logical brain is like, but I don't know from which angle... <laughs> yeah not that they might be on a dolly shot and just bring it round wherever you turn you're like I better cover all (laughs) yeah cover
1: all angles I'm not going to question which African nation is watching me (laughs) at all (laughs) or why why I would be going out to them but I'm just going to perform it All my days it took a lot of time it was like an American sitcom you know where not much happens because they're covering it no it was like a Bollywood it was like a Bollywood program (laughs) You just see everything from all angles before anything progresses. I didn't get much done.
2: <laughs> wow. So when you're at drama school, you were like, theatre in the round, I've trained for that. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to do that class.
1: Hold my drink. Now hold it from over there. Oh, yes. Now used it from
0: <laughs> <there>. <laughs> I, used to, yeah, I used to try and write a diary and it would always, in a similar vein, I, I would be like, but who's reading this and then try and play to my audience? I think I still do that. The answer is, nobody's reading it diary, Anna. <laughs> no one gives a shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Let's give ourselves an easy time. 90s kids, I think a lot of us did this because we, we, wa- we watched stuff like Clarissa Explains It All where we were like, oh, well, we need to explain it all too because we're just the centre of the universe as she is. Yes. But, and, you know, we don't have, we did not have, like, smartphones and Instagram and shit. That's, that's the narcissism we had, you know, like, if anything.
0: That's true. Um,
2: so that's a lot more innocent performing to a wall than to Instagram live. TikTok. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: Here's a question that will make me, will age me as ancient. Why is everybody in TikTok always wearing a bikini? It's hot, Anna. It's hot that, in TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so lame that like the first view I saw, I was like, oh, they just happened to be by the beat, by the pool. And then I was like, no, they've rehearsed this whole dance routine and they're specifically performing it right now for me in a <laughs> bikini. Are they trying... What are they trying to make me feel? Because I'm just jealous. And not just
2: kids in America. Not just America, but Britain as well. And you know that like when the video finishes, they're shivering.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you got TikTok, on?
2: No. I got it and then I deleted it. Could How long did you last? It? I watched a couple... And then I just freaked out. It made me feel old. And uh, I'm not old. I'm not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's what a young person would say. Yeah, young people like to say, I'm not old.
2: <laughs> I know. I know, it's bad, isn't it? Uh, but also, I started out making YouTube videos. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the internet generation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a new thing comes along and it's not called YouTube, it's called something else. And you're like, I don't understand these words.
1: I do say about people of a certain age, that their refer- references stop. Like my mum's neighbour is always that, they don't make him like they used to kind of person. Racist. But all his references, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And all his references stop at about 1982 who like they just we've chatted about this on the on the podcast before yeah so i'm wondering mawan like at what point did you stop were you like no i'm done you know i've gone from youtube maybe you went to myspace who
2: knows no i went from youtube to real life i got to a stage (laughs) where i was like i need to start living my life because my friends hate me the friends that i have left they hate me because I'm filming them for everything, and they're like, "Put the fucking camera away! It's my it's my 26th birthday! And you're lame as fuck! Just eat this masaka without fucking filming it." So, you know, and it, it became, I felt sad. I felt sad. I'm not gonna lie. I felt sad, and I think a lot of you know that you. I think a lot of bloggers and vloggers train themselves to not feel sad or surround themselves with people who th- who, who make that the norm as well. But after you stop pressing record, surely a bit of you dies inside, you know? And so now I was like, I'm, I'm going to do life for me mainly. And every now and again, I'll share something. Uh, and then also, that's why I got into stand-up as well, because I was like, oh, being in a room with real people, surely that's got to be more fulfilling. It's a real
0: burning indictment of anyone who happens to... <laughs> Any influencers listening? Yeah. So was,
2: <laughs> yeah. St- stop influencing, okay? I'm, I'm over-influenced.
0: I am so influenced. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but they got the last laugh because right now there's no co- live comedy industry, is there? Right yeah, now? yeah. So, you picked yeah.
0: well. You chose
1: wisely. So let's talk. Uh let's talk about Salem. Let's talk about Salem some more. Oh my god. And, oh actually, no, I want to say one thing before we talk about Salem. No, Emily. No, I'm going to. Okay. On the board of the, the witch what they call the Witch's Council. That's it. The Witch's Council. Pen and teller. Oh, Pen and teller. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Now, I know there's white guys in control of the Council of Witches with one female. However, what I really liked, and maybe, maybe I'm just too much of a snowflake that I find this so heartening, is the fact that the men are just called witches
0: too. They don't give them a different name because they're men. Men are mm-hmm. witches. And I like that. Yes, but in a way, that's almost like going, they're like, oh, we're making a show about witches. Are you a young female witch? With her two aunts, you know, it's an all-female household, apart from Salem, who, even though he's obviously a man, he is a cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there is that. But um, maybe they were just like, we've got to get some guys in somewhere. Otherwise, right. the female council could have all been women. They could have been, yeah. They could have been. Do you think the show is for, is for girls,
2: specifically? Girls and gays, evidently. <laughs> I think everyone watched it. Although... I thought it would be really cool and subversive to like buy a Sabrina the Teenage Book and take it to like school reading class. Like when I was maybe like fifteen, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, no <gasps> one. Why are you reading?" No one on board. No one was into it. No, and so I think I thought everyone else was watching it when really I think I was the only one. No, and everyone else was watching. All the other kids were so cool. All the other kids were like watching like. Amy Winehouse and Simon Amstel, never mind the Buzzcocks, you know what I mean? And uh, I was watching Nickelodeon. It wasn't... I don't think I was cool, you know. I think I've just realised.
1: Mum, how old
2: were you when you were watching this? Yeah. Oh, I 17. I still am. I watched it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> was, have
0: you Have you yeah, been watching but, it?
2: That is different because obviously this, I can text it out. Do, so. do you know
0: what? It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> this
2: is work now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's work. It's a craft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's so true, you know. What surprised me was how recent it was. What do you mean? As in, like, the last episodes were in 2003. I think oh, I wow. felt like I was really young when I was watching it. But actually, I wasn't that young. I was going to secondary school. But, I, but
1: there were quite a lot of seasons, weren't we? A memoir, and memoir you mentioned earlier in yes, terms six, of like the. Seven. Si- yeah. In terms of the latest series, where they go, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, what do you think changed massively, if anything?
2: Dead. Dead. They try, they try to be too cool. Uh-huh. You know oh. what I mean? It's like... And when she's, like, all in college with her older friends, it's like, oh, shut up. We don't want that. It's like when the Rugrats grew up. It's like, well, the, well, that's the whole point. This defeats the purpose. Yeah. We're not
0: Rugrats anymore. And they looked scary as fuck when they grew up. Yeah. They looked terrifying. Why it's is like, Chucky's head still so massive? It's not a baby anymore. It should be
2: proportional. Exactly. And the twins eating slugs. It's like, that's yeah, that's funny when you're a baby. But when you're like 10 years old, it's like, get a life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're 10 years old, time to grow up.
2: Have a biryani, like chill out. You can eat normal food now. Mm
1: -hmm. So, but with Sabrina, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I remember when it got later on, I remember feeling like I was watching a woman in her early 20s. Like (laughs) Sailor. No, no, Salem's 875, right? <laughs> but in a creepy way, you're saying, yeah? Yeah, I was just like, Whoa. I remember it being harder for me to buy into. Because it's one of those programmes where you feel like you grow up together. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh no, you're in your 30s. No, but
0: how old was she though?
2: Because I feel like she was quite young. But all the American series do this. They like cast like 40 year olds in high school. Mm. And that's why, and that's, it's quite bad, you know, because as a kid, you're like... I will never look like that. There's no way by year six or year 12, which is next year, I'm going to have that body and that physique. And I'm, you know, I'm never going to be that tall. It's sad.
1: It is sad. But at the same time, I think, we you know, obviously it takes a while to record things and then they've got to come out and they're aging in real life. So they could have filmed it like a year and a half ago. But then suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I can't relate to you anymore. Your boobs too big. (laughs) Harvey,
0: your beard's too racist now. It's a a Julie Garland thing, isn't it? It's like the flip side of it. I don't know. I'm not a parent. I don't have kids watching these kinds of things now. But I do see, you know, you see snippets of stuff that is made for tweens now. And I'm like, oh, fuck these like super precocious little actual 12 year olds. Creep me out yeah
2: i worry for them oh yeah that's unethical 100%
0: (laughs)
1: 12 year olds who think they can act terrifying in it to be fair Um, they probably can also
2: series four i realized on the opening credits series four melissa joan hart is a producer yeah so like she was old enough to be a producer and i was like oh okay I see you make it, Like, she must have raked it.
0: Even in the first series, she it says at the end, Heartbreak Productions, which I'm assuming is her
2: production company. Well, it's either her or Kevin Hart. So I <laughs> imagine it's her.
1: Uh... It, they co-own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll troll through Kevin Hart's tweets. I'll find one really old
0: connected to that. <laughs> she is... She's born in 1976 and she started... Clarissa Explains It All... In what? 91. Hang on. Clarissa explains it all. Yeah.
2: Yes. That was her.
1: That's why I get the two mixed up. It oh, my God. No.
2: Yeah, Emily, no. You didn't <laughs> know it
1: was the same Oh, action. my God. I was like, I'm just lumping all these blonde white girls together. Like, they're all the same. It was her. Yes. Oh, God, that's such a relief. I
2: love it. I love it I love that you have so much white guilt and you're not even doing anything wrong yet some producer has mistaken you for Mindy Kaling in a sort chill like
1: I Emily. would not be my, I would not mind being mistaken for Mindy Kaling actually uh, of all of the Asians if
2: you walked into the you're bank you're too woke for your own good Emily um, you need to start lumping white people together
1: more. so it was her was she Alex Mack as well you know the girl that was like I'm not yeah. so
0: average anyway <laughs> no she wasn't yes. she wasn't Alex Mack she is
2: Keenan and Keenan as <laughs> well and she's reading doing well on SNL now.
0: I loved her in Moesha. She was so great. <laughs> Stop it.
1: Oh, my God. I just thought... So she, I was like, oh, so she made that as well. No, it's her. OK, good. OK, that is why I expected Sam to come through. I feel 100% less exactly. stupid. Please, let's go on. It's let's cut point, all of right? that out. Bye.
2: But what I'm saying is she's a bit of a business powerhouse, right? Because Clarissa explains it all was her, like, figuring out the industry. It was her crashing. And then Sabrina the Teenage Rich was her flea bag, you know, where she like exec and produced and like got her got her weight up, got her money up.
0: So shit man, she was twenty when it started.
2: I am telling you there is a reason she is a Republican now. She is <laughs> mint. Oh, she's
0: a Republican, is it? Of course uh-huh. she is. Is it too late like to change uh- the topic of the show?
2: but this is a classic no but this is a classic thing you know like a lot of people you know they say like in america especially like in the capitalist countries you get you get older you come into a lot of money you go more right and it's a classic trajectory for witches as well (laughs) where are you gonna go after all that magic what are you gonna believe in this is why she gets
1: britney to do a private concert (laughs) which is so so awkward Please, can we talk about
0: Britney? It is <laughs> right.
1: so awful. Okay, so season four, Britney's cameo uh, is so special. Because, all right, so what happened? What happens? Right, she gets her dad. It's her dad that does it,
0: isn't it? it gets... she moves to the Eiffel Tower. Um, her dad's apartment is in the Eiffel Tower, which is a very cunning way of not having to show what France look, what Paris looks like from the outside. If you're inside the the Eiffel Tower, nice. No. And also the dad just swans in. It's such a sort of like privilege of the dad in the breakup scenario. Just swans in and gets to be like good guy dad. And it's like, come live with my new family in Paris. Oh, we haven't involved you in school. We're off to Euro Disney. Bye. Like, yeah.
2: Fuck. Literally, that's the story. Man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so dysfunctional. He's Steph- also not the same dad from Series 1. No, although he was... He was
2: no, he, I hate it when they do that. He was just but a
0: lithograph in
2: Series he was, 1. It was a book, essentially. He was also
1: 20
0: years younger. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, and then um,
0: Britney. She, she, can't go, she can't go to the Britney Spears concert, so he zaps Britney... Because she's in Paris. Into the, Yeah, because she's in Paris. So he zaps Britney into their living room. And Britney doesn't seem to notice that that's happened straight away. Britney takes it all very much in her stride.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And is miming. And Sabrina is doing some kind of geek nerd dance on the sofa, just on her own, watching her with her dad. And they're talking
0: over the gig. They're talking over her. She's got a head mic on, a huge, literally a Britney mic (laughs) on, even though she's alone. (laughs) And she even
1: does the, you know, when you check your headpiece, like touch your ear to make sure you get the right
0: note.
2: Okay, look, I'm going to be devil's avocado here and say that actually I thought Britney was great in it. Oh. So you can do one. Uh, uh,
0: okay. What did Ooh. you think of her dance moves? Because were they... Well, Britney's? Yeah, when she arrives, when she's zapped in, she's just kind of...
1: Every now and then she does a little half step to the left. (laughs) And then five minutes later, a little half step to the right. Britney's a dancer. Don't deny her her moves. I mean, she's
0: she's Mickey Mouse alum, isn't she?
2: Yeah, so she has acting experience.
0: Yeah, big time. I don't know, maybe she denied herself her moves. Maybe, it was just too awkward. And at the end, they show the crazy video.
2: You drive me crazy.
0: Crazy. Yeah,
2: with... Melissa Joan Hart and
0: Adrian, the guy Mom. from Entourage. <laughs>
2: yes, because Entourage.
0: They did a film together, and that was the song from the film. So it was all going on oh, for wow. MJH right there.
2: That's some cross promo shit, man. That's some well thought out publicity. In it, although I think Britney was just doing it as like a got to do this to sell records kind of thing. Although they're friends, you know. Apparently, really, oh. Melissa Joan Hart and Britney. She went to see Britney in Vegas.
1: I wonder if they were beforehand or if that really
0: sealed the deal. I bet they were because I bet like child stars, befriending child stars, yeah. that's basically what they were, wasn't it?
1: Sometimes yeah. when I uh, need a vortex to fall into, I do go to Britney's Instagram. You love a bit of Britney's Instagram,
2: oh. don't you? How do you find it?
1: No, I don't love it. It makes me sad. Oh, um, Good. I worry. really. I worry for her. Uh, they're, but there, it's it's morbidly. It's fascinating.
0: What do you she's worry ha- about her?
1: She's having a great time. Don't get me wrong. But she's wearing but, a lot of sleeveless polo Everyone's having polo a great X. time on
2: Instagram.
1: Everyone's having a great time on Instagram. So it's not, you know, essentially. I mean, there was the, the the Insta post which was not that long ago, where she's showing you her working out, and she's like, "Oh, I just have to work out with these now because last week I burnt my gym down." <laughs> Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. We're just gonna skip over we're gonna skip over that. Oh, you know, there were some candles, I was doing some yoga and and, uh the and it you know, I burnt my gym down. Then she carries on and then there's just loads of her just wearing different outfits, prancing around to different different music, but with a really inspirational quote underneath. And it's I live for it but I also feel guilt that I'm fascinated by it. I feel like I'm a voyeur. But you're still going back.
0: You're like Salem, basically. (laughs) I'm like Salem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you're, yeah, you're just as creepy as Salem, actually, Emily. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I I'll take that. I'd be Salem in this. Mm.
0: An old creep. He's a bad guy as well. Like he's, you know. Yeah, he's a Nazi. He's what?
2: Okay, so there's a bit of projection going on there from, from <laughs> my part. What is art but a, a a vehicle for you to project your own shit onto? You sure, know what I mean? Sure. So yeah. I think basically what's happened, because he tried to like take over the world. I think he wanted to be like a dictator or something. Yes. I think that's the backstory, you know? Yes, yeah. he does say that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Global domination. Uh, so he's like a Genghis Khan yeah. Adolf Hitler in a, ca- in a cute animatronic cat's body sometimes animatronic sometimes, sometimes just not. A scared little kitty because in the first episode in the pilot and i don't know obviously it might have changed but i was like they are being so tentative with the laugh track in the first 20 minutes <laughs> i was like they've used half a laugh twice <laughs> It's just happening? one person going ha. yeah and i was like is it is this a studio if it is there must be a lot of faff with the magic and the cat Swapping cats in and out, real cat yeah. to fake
2: cat. I did imagine that pilot episode. I imagined a really nervous crowd. Yeah, almost like a really Christian crowd who were like, we're watching a show about magic, and it was making them deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like loads of Buddhists at a Scientology <laughs> conference or something. There was something I, I was paying a lot of attention to the crowd. Um, but then series four, they were ready to go.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Melissa Joan Hart looks really hot, actually, in the episode we watched in series four. I was like, she was really outshining Britney. do yeah. Yeah. So you think?
2: Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you become producer. You're like, okay, my makeup artist needs to step up their game. You're fired. You're fired. Make me look hotter.
0: Yes. Because Jenny, the best friend of Hair <gasps> Grows fame... The, the mysterious disappearance friend. of Jenny <gasps> disappeared after yeah. the first series. Wait, who was she
1: replaced by? Oh, I actually don't know. Valerie, Va- Valerie, who? Another
0: white girl, but with dark hair. But did you did you read anything about the disappearance of Jenny? Yeah, because she she sort of said, "Oh, it's because they wanted Sabrina to have an ethnic friend," and I was like, "Well, that's not going to fly now, is it?" Because <laughs> she didn't get <laughs> she one. Didn't. <laughs>
2: what? Valerie was ethnic, apparently. No. No, she's white. So, wh- why did she say?
0: Why say that? Say anything else. Is that what they told her? And she's still 20 years later being like, oh, no, no, they, they replaced me with a quote unquote. Ethnic. I lost my character to a BAME actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just God. Not.
2: <laughs> It was the 90s guys I fully think that Valerie Could have been playing A black person You know what I mean Like
0: Actually Harvey's friend Harvey's friend Who's come back In series four Brad Who was in the episode With Brittany. Yeah He's mixed race But I'm just thinking back now I'm like Did we ever find out Why he just Didn't like Sabrina Oh do you know what I don't know If it's ever explained We'd love you to write in Listeners Maybe we need Clarissa She'll tell us (laughs)
2: <laughs> She'll explain it all. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be a great comeback series where Clarissa explains it all and she explains all the holes in the storylines of Sabrina the Teenager.
1: Yeah, that'd be, great. that'd be great. Take that. She can do it in her own production company, carry on her global domination. Yeah. Essentially, she is probably Salem in the end.
2: And essentially, we're all Salem. We're all Salem. Yeah, we Salem.
1: are all Salem in this story. But, so, Jenny, I read that she was an out she was an outsider on set and you know the sitcom so but they did a film
0: before they did a sabrina the teenage witch film and she was the best friend yeah in the film and then she came over to the series so it's like you all knew each other yeah
1: you knew who you were writing for but apparently it was a writer's thing they were just like no we don't love the character
0: rude we I need an ethnic great. white girl. <laughs> we need an ethnic white girl.
1: She's essentially what me and you are, Anna. Ethnic white girls. Yeah.
2: I think anyone with darker hair than blood was ethnic on that show, don't you think? So Libby. And Mr. Paul. Also, as a, as a young ethnic kid, I needed to believe what I needed to believe, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: so Penn and Teller
2: were your <laughs> representation. I, they were so Pakistani. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, were they a famous magician duo before mm. the programme? Mm-hmm. They've been famous for such a long time. Yeah.
2: At the time, I didn't realise. I didn't know. Obviously.
0: I think every time a a character was introduced, I was like, Libby, Drell, Jenny, old (laughs) friends. How are you? (laughs) Mr. Craft. Shout out to Mr. Craft. Where are you now, Mr. Craft? Get in touch. Is (laughs) it still legit at (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com? All the characters, though, because I fucking loved the aunts and I would love to... Quickly talk about. Yes. I think there's some real positive representation there in terms of a two parent, all female household, mm-hmm. like a non traditional family setup.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. That was very nurturing and loving
1: and with a, it's kind, it was kind of wholesome it's dysfunctional but it wasn't like sabrina was messed up because she had to live with her aunts and she hadn't seen her parents in ages it was just like you said anna everyone just goes with it and the aunts are so different i think
2: they're brilliantly cast by the way
1: ah just think that's some of the best casting
2: but was it was it dysfunctional
1: well, I mean, dysfunctional.
2: It, it, just, like, it just wasn't a nuclear family, right? I think that's why I probably liked it as well. Well yeah, it was
1: dysfunctional in the sense that her mum and dad are divorced, she's living apart from them both, and she's yeah.
0: Um, yes, a because, witch. <laughs> Yeah, and I suppose in a, in a sense like it's not a traditional straight up and down. we do the rules and you obey the rules. like, yeah, they're a team. Yeah, sometimes she's laying down the law for her, for Hilda or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It-
2: Do you remember the third aunt? There was a third aunt. No, no. She was really glamorous. Oh, Vesta, and, um, Vesta. V- yes, Aunt Vesta, and she, she'd go through the, to the other realm, and she'd be wearing these massive hats with with, with what spoilers are they called? A sp- you know?
1: uh, fascinators. <laughs> spoilers.
2: Fascinators, not spoilers. That's for cars. <laughs> oh God, I'm just so matchy. <laughs> can't help my manhood uh and she's just she's like this really like glamorous like impulsive
1: because there's an episode where she went with her
2: yeah and she opens those doors and one of the doors is just to be to be you just get clapped and i thought that's the life i want to (laughs) live i want to open up a linen cupboard and just get clapped also i met aunt hilda about five years ago what she was doing a show in edinburgh no. Yeah, she's a stand-up comedian. So, and she was Excuse like me, trying why out Edinburgh for the first time. Are you
0: mentioning this now? This is big. Hang on, hang on. I missed that because my my, inter- my phone call just went off, and you guys didn't even notice. Um, oh, so it looked like tell- you were googling. It just
1: no. looked like you were googling something. Just um,
2: say that again, my one. So I met Aunt Hilda five years ago in Edinburgh. Cause she was doing a show there.
0: What? Yeah, you only yeah. just. To, how would I still be googling? Said, like, how how would I still be I'm googling saying?
2: if you were saying? It was the weirdest thing, right? Because I've, you know how Edinburgh is—you just like walk into random shows in like hallways and toilets and like vans, and then and then suddenly I was in a room with Aunt Hilda. But, um, and did
1: you know it was Aunt Hilda when you were there?
2: I knew. I was like, "There's no way she's in Edinburgh." So I went to go see her. Obviously, being a Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan, in the first ten minutes, obviously she addresses that. Uh, and she's and she's like if you're Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan and like there was a feeling in the room like no God we're not that basic <laughs> and I was like yeah yeah I'm definitely not well. here Sabrina. <laughs> I'm here because of the love of the art form of comedy obviously.
0: actually this this um, podcast is allowing you to kind of finally own your your status as a Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan because it sounds like you've had a lot of stick over the years. <laughs> it was You're not being so, to it. it was so
2: much emotional closure it was real it was really cathartic for me right it was like two identities coming together it's like when I realized there's gay people in Pakistan I was like wow the the comedy world and the world of me loving Sabrina the, the teenage witch there is a Van right? <laughs> I knew it
0: was she funny was uh, it a comedy
2: she was funny although she had to do a really massive slideshow on um Sabrina Teenage Witch, because she just has to acknowledge that, mm.
0: doesn't she?
2: Oh. But she was funny. She was funny. She, I think she's just got a great voice, got great timing. Great oh, voice. Boy, I
1: really liked it. How? I, I, this is so rude, but like, how old was she when you... Because that was, like, five years ago. I just pictured that she, she would
2: look, look exactly the same. She looked exactly the mm. same. I'm telling you, all these witches, they just don't age.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about being witches. She was only, like, 13 years older than... Um, Sabrina, not even well, 12, 12 years older. Even
1: that's pretty interesting for a 90s programme that's a teenage programme to have, and I suppose actually my wife and kids and sister, sister, maybe no, maybe I'm wrong because the adults are the leads as well. But mm. for the two women, Zil, um, Zilda and Hilda, <laughs> Hilda and Zelda. You're doing great, Emily. Carry Helter on. Helter Skelter. No, go on. The Auntie Helter Skelter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, for them to be the leads in this was just quite nice. Yeah, and they are great.
2: But I was watching it really ready to be like, okay.
0: Yeah, here's the problem.
2: L- let's hear the racism. Let's hear the. It's sexism. actually,
0: and the stuff that I remembered oh, no. from episodes that I that we didn't watch specifically for this, I remember her going back in time and then going to going to a college fair, and she's trying to see what college she's going to go to, and the guys on the sort of stands are like oh you're trying to get your mrs and as in she's like what what she, well her faces were doing what your faces are doing and then she's like yeah. what my mrs oh what you think i'm trying to get married like i'm just want to go to university to get married kind of addressed all all that in the in that episode where she's like no 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 women can do anything uh-huh. there's, there's quite a lot of oh. Yeah, I was
1: looking for, as we tend to look for in programmes that are, and I keep saying 90s, but obviously it was a bit later um, as well. Um, I was looking for, you know, a little homophobia, a little racism, a little sexism. Actually, quite a lot of it, well, the sexism especially,
0: is called out.
1: I was like, like, well, this is... Yeah. He's a Joan Hart. And I also,
0: I also thought that Harvey, in one of the episodes we watched where he kind of took out the little puppet and he was doing like a little puppetry show in a science presentation. And I thought he's got like a very beta like he's not an alpha male. Mm-hmm. He's very chill. He doesn't mind embarrassing himself. He doesn't mind being like, oh, Sabrina, I love you and I miss you so much. And, and he's quite sort of open and... And sort of, he just, his friends being weird to his girlfriend, so he just goes to his friend and he's like, hey man, you haven't got a problem with Sabrina, have you? Because he doesn't feel like he has to front. Like, there's not a macho front on Harvey. He's very sort of
2: sweet. I hear you. And and he's not like your average douchebag jock. But I think, okay, so I slightly take back what I said about him.
1: You wouldn't see Harvey in sex education, would you?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'd be more nuanced. But
0: then also, yeah,
2: it's two different shows.
1: Is he not right? So don't, don't bring those worlds too close together, only I mean, the Venn diagram <laughs> yeah, yeah. does not stretch that far.
2: <laughs> also, I want to be hired again. Don't let anyone know that I'm a massive fan of like all my stuff is highly influenced by all the Nickelodeon back catalogue, and I I don't shout quite out about right. it, you know? Yeah. Um But but basically, yeah, it's 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 what Harvey represents and then the way the women act around him sometimes that I think pissed me off. So like it is quite right on with the sexism, but when it comes to, like, Libby and Sabrina fighting each other, it's a lot of, like, I'm like, oh, this wouldn't part of the Bechdel test. You know, there's a lot of, like... Have you seen the promo That's true. Where they, They're fighting and they throw each other into the water and then Libby loses and Sabrina's like, I got the guy. And it's like, or you could just team up and have some sisterhood, like Frozen. Yeah. Love Frozen. Mm-hmm. Always
1: love Frozen. Come back for another another episode of Still Legit where Mowan joins us for
2: <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> Frozen 3 just came out. Is it still legit?
1: <laughs> there is there is that thing. Women against women.
0: And Anna and I feel very strongly about it. Um, yeah, well, Libby, like you say, it, it's not delved into, but she's obviously lonely and doesn't feel like she's attacking Sabrina for no reason and actually... I think Sabrina's got a much happier home life overall. I would just guess. I would just guess. I mean, there are people, aren't there, when you're like, you just, are you enjoying this? Why are you doing this? Why from the very get-go? And I guess it's like, well, she must feel threatened. So maybe instead of making her your enemy, give her some kindness. Yeah, and Libby is very often on her
1: own in that bullying. She's very often on her own. She is. And you keep turning her into a pineapple. You keep turning her into things, goats. You left her, like, she didn't go home that night. You turned her into a goat. She was in school the next morning, still a goat. That's
0: true. There's no accountability. There's no
2: accountability there for her. She wasn't bringing anyone to be like,
1: Mum, I'm safe. Nobody cared where she was.
2: And also, you know, a goat in a school environment, like, she could have eaten something that (gasps) she choked on. You know, it's just not safe. Yeah.
0: She could have chewed through an electrical wire. Yes
2: exactly although they did turn the heat and electricity off at 6pm as we find out in the episode that's true so Mr. let's just say the writer's room did the work ahead <laughs> 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 but also but she's also like uh, she goes through so much and she's always the butt of the joke and then you know when in the whole my favorite episode the, the salem massachusetts episode we actually learn about well actually the way women who were accused of witches were treated it's really good, it's really powerful. Have you fact checked that? Um uh, no. But,
0: <laughs> but we can we can rely on Sabrina. The writers room did the work. We've already established writers' it. room did the work.
2: <laughs> exactly. And I can say things and they'll never be ever be, I'll never be ever be pulled up That's on true. because it's not like this is a recorded thing that's going out <laughs> to loads of people forever be on the internet. So it's cool. <laughs> but yeah, do you remember and then she gets tied in that what's that thing called? A guillotine. Oh, like stocks. the Stocks, that's it. The
1: chocks.
2: Stocks, yeah. Chocks. Chocolate stocks. And she's she's just treated badly, man. And I'm like, yeah, but what's her story?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's true, isn't it? It's like for us to enjoy a woman being confident and proud of her own self and in control of her own things, we have to see her overcoming adversity. And in what form do we want to put that adversity in front of her? In the form of another woman.
1: Did Clarissa have a mean girl? I love that she had a male best friend that just climbed through a window and it was completely platonic ish. But was there a mean girl in that? I don't remember. remember it as well. Well, it's not this episode. Let's let it go.
2: <laughs> also, anytime you refer to like Dawson's Creek or anything that's like not Nickelodeon, I don't know what you're talking about because my parents didn't want to pay for the Sky package where you got the other channels as well.
0: But Dawson's Creek, I think it was on Channel 4 or something. I never really. But I was also like you. I was fully Nickelodeon. We were on cable. Nickelodeon in trouble. We had
1: Diamond Cable. I remember them coming round and selling it to everyone house
0: to house. We didn't have um, any of the fun channels, but believe we had all the Sky Sports channels. Yeah. That was the only reason we had cable was so that my dad and brother could monopolise the TV with football. Guys, don't be so fucking predictable.
2: Maybe we would have got into sport if Clarissa explained it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, wasn't, it just wasn't accessible the way it, I just...
0: Yeah, you're right. I needed a sassy blonde kid.
2: And do you know what? Sabrina did, Sabrina, or, Cla- or Melissa, Clarissa, well, all of her names. <laughs> the, she never um, did a sort of Lindsay Lohan kind of like. She never sort of went off the rails and became... She's always kind of... Re- kept, her
0: kept her shit together.
2: Her yeah, her innocent persona. That's she's true. got a production
1: company to run. She's big. I suppose
0: mm. Lindsay Lohan probably does as well. Actually. I did just want to, like, real quick say two things. One, that Vesta Spellman, the third aunt, is Raquel oh, yeah. Welch, which is massive, really. Like, who's that? She's just a huge 80s movie star. What a cameo. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. But so many of the other characters, like the aunts, not really worked much since. Like, I think Melissa, Melissa Joan Clarissa explains it all heart. Has cursed them. Yes,
1: everyone else has kind of faded into... I don't remember anyone else from anything else.
0: Actually, um, Hilda's not done too badly, but... Well, yeah, she's doing Edinburgh shows, babe. She's fine. Yeah. I have to admit a slight fear of mine, a very self-absorbed fear, is of having a Wikipedia page or anything like that and being, like, known for... And then yes. something from 45 years before I died... Yes. Because Nate Richard is still known for
2: it's Harvey Kinkle. Oh, shit.
1: You're yeah. absolutely right. And I don't think that that's, that's self-absorbed. I think it's probably yes.
2: So what you need to do, just never say yes to a role that might be really big and successful.
1: <laughs> yes. I think
2: that's what you need that's to do. That's
1: what I've done thus far. That's why I don't have a Wikipedia page. I'm under <laughs> the radar. <laughs>
0: Success.
2: <laughs> it must be so hard to do a show like that or something like that yeah. early on, and then if you're like
0: Malcolm off. in the Middle, and you're just like, or Duncan from Blue. Yeah, I mean that's the thing though. Duncan from Blue. He's now defined by Duncan from Blue, right? So he's he's just still dining out on that.
2: I thought that was his surname from Blue. <laughs> from Blue. No. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Flan. <laughs> Flan. That's another. Flan. Star, right?
0: They're really into Flan. I do love flan. They are into flan. 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 Flan.
2: Oh, can I? Oh, wait, sorry. I completely changed the subject, but I want to ask you a question about flan, but maybe I'll come back to it because you're going to say something. No.
1: No, I wasn't. That's absolutely fine. I was agreeing with Anna. I was just trying to think of some other people that are just known for things that they did 900 years ago. But tell me about flan. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: My question about flan is is flan a real thing? Uh, If so, what is it? And is it called flan? It's flan. I remember being a kid and like ask, oh, flan. It's flan. I would Google F O. (laughs) F-L-O-N. <laughs> oh,
1: day. flan. No, it's like they pronounce
0: twat, twat. They also flan, flan. But
1: is, flon, but also okay.
0: flan to be, flan, to be flan. completely, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure about if there's a different type of British flan. Um, it's South American or Spanish, yes. right? Yes. So actually the Spanish would pronounce it
2: flan. 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 Creme Caramel, is flan, essentially creme caramel. Yeah, it is creme caramel. I've just I've just Googled flan, and creme caramel come up. See, I would have figured this out decades ago if I knew it was spelled F L A N, not F-L-A-N. Yes, yeah. Because I've been typing fl- flan been flon since dial up. Since dial up, <gasps> he's been searching for <laughs> yeah. flon. Do you like
0: creme caramel? Uh, the jiggly wiggly happy dessert. Uh, it's not
2: my favorite dessert. It's not my favourite dessert, but if there was a giant one in the school gymnasium... As big as a bouncy castle, it would be good. It's so weird how
1: a lot of people were eating it off plates and a lot of people just had their face in the flan.
0: Hey,
2: I would. And I'm like, in an age of COVID, you need to stop.
0: Also, the SA's were having a field day. The the supporting artists, the extras. They'd obviously
1: just been told to run in a circle around this huge flan. It was brilliant. (laughs) Whatever
2: pays the bills.
0: So, shall we ask the question? Let's ask the question. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, my one. Legit?
2: It's a very black and white question, guys. Uh,
0: That's the I premise of the it show. It's <laughs> kind of the whole podcast, so
2: he's off. On, okay, on the whole, yeah, it's, it's legit. Okay. The odd Salem comment could be script edited every now and again.
1: Also, the whole Salem situation of being a pervy situation. old
0: man.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> for sure for sure. I would love to know what Salem looks like as a human.
0: He's one of the producers as well, so.
2: Who do you think he would look like?
0: Okay, you ask me cuz I'll tell you what he does
2: look like.
1: I think he looks he sounds like he looks like that.
0: Fraser Crane. He does sound like that.
2: I feel like he he's like a, a friend of Trump. <laughs> I think a generic friend of Trump. That's how, that's how I think. <laughs> it. Someone Trump plays golf with
1: with Trump I haven't seen him with friends
2: I am a friend of Trump yeah exactly because <laughs> they're all cats
0: <laughs> Anna what does he look like he looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman if Philip Seymour oh. Hoffman was, was chirpier and gingerer.
1: okay
0: yeah he's kind of a larger red-headed gentleman he was also the voice one of the voices of the Angry Beavers. Do you guys remember the Angry Beavers? I do remember the what?
2: Angry Beavers. Oh my God, he looks a bit like... Um, Friend of Sean? Louis.
0: <gasps> Louis C.K. Yes! Louis he Louis looks C. like K. Louis C.K., yeah.
2: He looks C.K., yeah. Shh. Which... Oh, well. asked me five years ago, it'd be a different story, but now... Well, that's
0: quite dark then, isn't it? Now we're all big fans, yeah. aren't we? We're massive fans of what he stands for. And also, if you picture him as Salem, it's a bit <laughs> weird... Oh God! Well, this what that's the problem, isn't it? It's the same with the mouse in Harry Potter. What mouse? So you got Tim? Oh, i not trying to spoil. Oh, everyone, Timothy Spall. You've got Tim Spool t- running around these little boy's dorm rooms. Yeah. Hiding spying. in Ron's pants. Mm. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. Oh God.
2: Mm. Yeah. That's a
0: whole other episode.
2: Animals are they still legit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just generally, are animals still legit? I wish uh, Nick Bouquet was cast in Cats. Oh. In the new film.
1: Yeah, the guy who played
2: Salem in Cats would be wonderful. And then if he hasn't had a lot of work since, it's like a nice comeback story, you know.
0: There is a thing that when I was looking up Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Amazon, there's a, like, Sabrina and Salem Meet oh, again. Together again. Yeah. What? Which I'm going yeah. to be watching tonight, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clickety, clickety, click. I can hear Mawaan. Click, look, listen to those clicks. F-L-O-N.
2: Oh, I'm just Googling Flon, but I'm just spelling it with loads of letters. <laughs> <laughs> Search Flon.
1: Here's Moan's podcast listening for the next week,
0: sort of. <laughs> relevant thematically
2: oh it's on Funny or die sabrina and salem together again okay well great anyway um
0: emily what do you think is it still legit
1: i I think it's still legit i think i would watch more and i don't think i'd find that many problems apart from kind of jokes that you can see coming two episodes away
0: i think apart from libby i think you're right and actually i'm very tempted now to just Buy the series and just have a lovely, relaxing time with the aunts yeah. and Sabrina. Mawam, would you watch it? Would you download some and watch it now? Have you been?
2: Yeah, it's a funny thing with, like, nostalgic stuff. Because, you know, when you watch it, there's like, oh, I remember this. But it's also slightly disappointing because now you see all the plastic effects. And you're like, oh, that's how they did that. Oh, it's actually just the studio. And when you're a kid, your imagination is so much bigger. And then in real life, I mean, well, now, it just, everything just seems smaller. Like, the flan was a lot bigger. Yeah. The, cap- the whole... <laughs> You know, there were a lot more extras in that scene, as I remember. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, it's more budget than I thought it was. You
1: see that now, yeah. Yeah.
2: So what I'm saying is I think you should be careful, you know, choose every now and again, choose here, an episode here and there. But if you watch too much, you remember watching it now and it ruins the actual... That's
0: really memory, good advice, yeah, yes, I think, for when you revisit stuff. a memory... You don't want to wire over the magical memory line that's already there.
2: Exactly. And I've kind of wired over a lot of the nostalgia stuff because I I get stoned and I'm like, I need to watch, all, you know. If
1: we took that advice though, Anna, that would be, this would be the last episode of this podcast.
0: (laughs) So Anna, are you saying, are you saying it's legit? Yeah, really, really is remarkably legit. I mean, imagine that some of the characters are not blonde (laughs) and you've got yourself a great show that can be rolled straight out again.
2: Rich, coming from you, Anna, you're now blonde.
0: I know, well, I'm trying to get a part as a witch, so I think this is the only way. Black top, blonde hair, witch. You've got some crushed velvet
1: trousers. There you go, mm-hmm. babe. Just point yeah. your finger at them. Jobs are good one. So I guess we let Mawarne go now yeah. and say thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Still Legit, Moan Thank you, my love.
2: Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure, <laughs> Emily and Anna. And uh, any time, except for... Ever again, because I hate podcasts, remember?
1: Before you go, is
0: there anything that you would like us to plug to? Plug to? What about skiing?
2: Oh, yeah, the skiing music video that I've put out.
0: Yeah, check out ones Never Been Skiing music video. Where can they find that, Mawon? Uh
2: On YouTube. <laughs> just type in Never Been Skiing.
0: Such a good sell. Uh, it's a sensory overload. a good <laughs> There's a whole group of us who all used to live in this house that will just constantly sing that song to each other. So if you want to know what that song that goes in my head... Type in Never Been Skiing. Thanks so much. Great. Bye. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fantastic, but I would like to know what's gonna happen next week. What are we doing? Well, em?
1: this is this is really interesting because you texted me in the morning last week, mm-hmm. and I mean it was our brains are way too in sync because I just discovered what you were talking about. The night before. And what I'm talking about is the hashtag Free Britney movement. Is it a movement?
0: Yeah, is it Free Britney Britney or Free Britney Spears? Regardless, it is a whole thing.
1: But what we didn't know is there are so many onion-like layers underneath what's going on with Britney Spears that we are going to go in next week and have a little explore, and I don't know where it will take, where it will take us. Yeah.
0: But so, but we're going get in. it in full hat out and get ready for some Britney <laughs> Spears conspiracy theories, guys, because we're going to be figuring out whether or not this free Britney thing is still legit. You're welcome for the scroll hole you're about to go into. <laughs> Please do give us a shout if you enjoyed the show or if you have any thoughts on it. Or, indeed, on this free Britney thing. We're on all the socials. Instagram, we're at Still Legit Podcast. On Twitter, find us at eggcomedy. And on Facebook, if you want, find us at Oh, Egg yeah, Comedy. you can. Yeah. Or, you can
1: yeah. or you can email us at isitstilllegit at gmail.com.
0: Subscribe, rate and review, all those nice things. They really do make a really difference in the out. wasteland that is podcast-ville. Ville. Yeah, it's... <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of Lone Rangers out there, guys. So... <laughs> um don't know what that was. But in the meantime, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.